92% of households that join Peloton early in the year are still active a year later. Yeah, if you like cycling to EDM. Not just EDM. Try cycling to Broadway hits, take a scenic hike in Iceland on our treadmill, or row to some 80s jams. Because I have so much free time. Whether you have 30 minutes or just five, Peloton can fit any schedule. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton tread, row, or bikes risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Welcome to the Night Owl. The meeting place. Those things that keep you up at night. Content may contain graphic language and disturbing scenarios that I can assure you are not for the faint of heart, so listener's discretion is advised. I'm your host, Isaiah, and if you're still with me, maybe you should lock your doors, check those windows, turn out the lights, get as comfortable as you can. You won't be sleeping at night. You've been warned. Welcome to the Night Owl. Tonight we have a few stories to make your hair stand up. And if you have a story of your own you'd like to be featured on this podcast, email at thebirdbrainpodcast at gmail.com. Our first story tells the tale of what's lurking in the shadows of innocence. Negatives. My nephew has been dying to use his new camera for quite some time. And I promised when I came to visit I'd help him set it up. And it was pretty simple, you know, just load the film and point and shoot. As a bit of a camera enthusiast, I was pleasantly surprised at how well the photos came out. And even cooler, they were instant prints, so you got a copy right there. Each roll had a limited amount of film, so I reminded him, don't use all of them at once. And he nodded in agreement, but he's five, so there's that. He took a couple of pictures and his composition was pretty sweet. But not too much time passed where we all realized he was already out of film. I told you not to use it all up, man. What happened? I didn't use them all, he said. The camera says you're out, so that means you used them all. Honestly, the kid is destined to be a lawyer because despite all the grown-ups gathering up the pictures that were taken and explaining to him to ad nauseum, using simple math, my nephew did not budge on his stance. His mom wasn't too happy about it, but at this point, there was nothing that could be done. He was out of film and out of happy. They planned a beach day, but I ended up staying behind and relaxed a little. I wasn't doing much but watching old movies, so I decided to look over the pictures a little man took. They're all out on the table from the previous night and still set up in a way, you know, explaining, adding, and subtracting. And yeah, he used them all. I wouldn't say I have OCD, but I have a tendency to group things together just for aesthetics, I guess. His shots were cool, and there were some inanimate objects and even the shower curtain, but his composition was truly on point. At one point, I'm guessing he got trigger happy, or maybe the camera malfunctioned because there were a few pictures that were just black, and since they had time to develop, it was kind of odd. I looked at them a little closer, 
to see if I could make out anything remotely, and that's when I saw it. Two hands appear to be grabbing out of the shadows at the camera or at my nephew even. I felt a tingling sensation on the back of my neck, and I'm certain my nephew didn't see this, and I'm glad, but I spent the next few hours wondering if I should tell his mom. I didn't want her worrying, but couldn't fathom the idea of something happening to them when I left. They came home from the beach exhausted, and my nephew, he went straight to sleep. I asked about the beach, and apparently they had a blast. What'd you get into? She asked. I paused for a little before I showed her the pictures. She was stunned, uh, and not because of the pictures. She says, he kept saying I grabbed him too hard when he was sleeping, but I told him I wasn't in his room. Sometimes a simple conversation can hold a lot more subtext. Small talk. Sometimes my days at work are long, 14 to 16 hours, and then another hour to get home. So usually the last thing I want to do is have a conversation with my driver. I say this one was probably necessary. My first driver didn't show up. He canceled, actually, and it was getting late, so my patience was fading and my fatigue was increasing. Finally, a new driver came along. I made sure to screenshot the info of the previous driver so I could dispute the charge if there was one. I hopped in the back seat, and there was someone in the front. I never sit in the front anyways. <laughs> Even in rooms, I always sit in the back. It's kind of a thing. I like being able to observe everything, I guess. I get in, we exchange the generic hi, how are you, and proceed. The passenger never said much, though. I couldn't see much of him either since he had his hat low and was wearing a coat up to his neck. Weird to me, but fashion to him, so it wasn't my business. As we're driving along, the driver started asking me a bunch of questions. Where I'm from, what do I do for work, wife, kids, blah, blah, blah. And my answers were short, and some responses I just lied about because I didn't feel much like divulging information to a stranger. My friend texted me asking me how my day was, and we got to chatting. I'd glance up from time to time and noticed that the driver was watching me in his rear view. And I kept watching the coat guy looking out the corner of his eye, too. I also noticed that it had been about ten minutes and we were going the opposite way of my drop-off. Uh, we have to pick up someone else, he reassured. Hey, all good. I went back to texting. It was coming up on 11.30 p.m. and I realized nothing looked familiar. The app also didn't say there was anyone else to be picked up. Hey, where are we going? Oh, that person canceled, so I'm just taking a different route. By this point, I got a little suspicious. It's been close to 20 minutes, I'd say, and we appear to be further from location. But also, fucking coke guy still hadn't said a word. Until... What kind of movies you like? I'm sorry? You, what kind of movies you like? Horror, action, thriller? Uh, no real favorite. 
One of my favorites was this one where the guys go to the train tracks to find that dead kid. Stand by me, I said to myself, but played dumb otherwise. It was late by this point and the streets were quiet. And I became a little concerned when we drove through a couple red lights. I was pissed, but also nervous. What the fuck was going on? I went through a bunch of scenarios in my head, and if it came down to defending myself then, I was going to do my best. But then I got smart. I played it cool, pretended that I doubt my friend. Hey, I'm actually driving through your neighborhood right now. Your pops on duty tonight? I think I drove past him. The guys in the front seat tuned in a little. Yeah, I'm coming down your street now, but also told your pops I drove past him. Gave a description of the car. The two straightened up. Okay, dope. Now I'll see you in a second. The neighborhood was a little unfamiliar, but I played like I knew where we were. Hey, drop me off here by my bud. He lives a couple houses down. You sure? I don't know how to change the fare on the app. Nah, it's all good. His pops is going to pick me up from here. Not sure who was looking out for me, but just as I said that, a cop car pulled up behind us, and I pretended that was my friend's dad. Uh, that's him. The car stopped, and I got out. And I walked to the car. I explained to the cops that my driver took me completely out of the way and needed to get back. And they drove me back, which was actually pretty cool. The next morning, the news was on. Two people missing, one female, one male, who provided the driver's service. They gave the license plate and description of the car. I checked the screenshot I took last night of the driver who canceled on me. But the car they described was also my ride home last night. creatures of habit so having a good memory is undervalued sometimes a look into the past can reveal an unnerving omen in our next story writer's block a therapist says i should write more since i have a pretty overactive imagination it could be a constructive outlet but also help me with my memory after the accident i have trouble remembering certain things you know, turning off the stove locking the doors chapstick Etc. Although those things seem normal, I just forget more often than not. So, whenever you do something, I want you to say it out loud, but also write it down, the time and the date, so you can remember if you forget. My therapist. You're probably saying, well, what if you forget to write it down? But I keep a little notepad with a pen at all times. After the accident, my schedule has become somewhat routine. I wake up, I brush my teeth, walk the dog, breakfast, turn off the stove, and leave for work. Easy enough. Fortunately, my therapist doesn't ask to read what I write like the last one. I thought that was kind of weird, but honestly, I just didn't want them reading things. You know, especially if I forgot. There was one incident where I did forget to pick up my parents from the train station. On top of that, I fell asleep. Let's just say the initial welcome wasn't the warmest, but we moved past it eventually. It was great having my folks visit, but 
sometimes they treat me like a kid. Not just their kid, but an incompetent minor. Guys, I'm fine. We just want to make sure you're keeping up on things. You can't afford to lose another job. And, well, we just want to make sure you're okay. Sometimes it can lead to explosive arguments. and No one likes being reminded that they're a fuck-up. Especially when you're working at it or doing something dumb like leave your fridge open and have to throw out all your food. It's pathetic. Today was a little more involved. I had to drop my parents off at the train, go to work, and go to therapy. I made sure to do my usuals in the morning before heading out. How was it having your parents visit? My therapist asked. Their parents, so it was touch and go. We all live, though, and it's still hard to say bye when I drop them off. Anything stick out to you? Good or bad? Yeah, my dad... He's a strong, solid type, but after it was all said and done, he reminded me of how proud of me he was. It meant a lot. The session was over, and it was late, so I just headed home instead of going to the gym like I planned. I got home and was ready to unlock my door when it just opened on its own. I thought I locked the door. Maybe I forgot when I was rushing... I pulled out my notepad to make sure. But that's when I heard footsteps. And they heard me too because they stopped. So that's all we have for you tonight. If you made it through, that means you survived for another week of the Night Owl. Tune in next week when we bring you more stories to keep you up at night. So lock those doors sleep tight.